going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 352, broken up into two parts, A, a and B. B. Oh, now you guys are being normal, huh? What are you talking right. about? This is first take. 352, mm. A, posting on 1017, will be discussion on The Exorcist, Believer, and three... Believer? Like Believer. Justin Bieber? You, you be Believer. I suck. <laughs> I suck. And 352, B, posting on 1020, will be discussion on... A Million Miles Away, available on Amazon. Also, 1020 is Spider-Man 2 Day. Very excited for that. Mm, all right. On PlayStation 5. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as does every week, is my co-host, Roger Stillian, our lovely guest who sadly shaved off his beard. Bon. That's old news. Your mustache. Oh, yeah. yeah. The mustache is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wife, the, the, the wife will, wouldn't keep Neither it. Neither one of you said anything. Because it's not a mustache yet. You're trying. And I, I, and I appreciate your attempt. It's nothing. I, I think you have some ketchup on your lips, sir. <laughs> I do have a I have a goatee. I'm trying, but it's terrible. It takes me forever to grow anything. It's nice. It looks nice. Thank you. What's up, guys, for this week? Uh, I, have, I have some important news that I want to relate, and you just reminded me of it. So my wife went to the gas station the other day and got us waters to drink. Dick pills. No, <laughs> waters, not not blue chews, waters to drink. And could you believe she came back with twist caps and not sports caps? Oh, dude, sports caps all the way. Right? Brother. She said, I didn't know. You didn't say you wanted sports what's caps. The, I assume. Sports caps are in play. I assume. What's, what's the crime here? It's just, it's a cap. Yeah, but like if you go to a place that has sport caps. Like, you always like, leave a sports. I'm driving. What do you want me to do? Un- unscrew that like a I barbarian? Will, I, no, I will admit, but like I do prefer the smart wall of the Pop off, pop well, back on. Everyone but does. If someone comes back with a twist cap, I'm not like, no, that's unacceptable. Like, I'm just going to drink. I mean, he didn't water. make him ret- make a return. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I publicly shamed. I her. dealt with the infraction. You know what I mean? But that's yeah, fair. no, fair it was. Enough, fair enough. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I do like the smart waters though. Well, matter matter of fact, let's get into it. If you if you had a long, if you're walking into sheets or a gas station, what water is your go to? Well, hold on. Okay, now we have to say sheets is a gas station, right? Well, yeah, but okay, there could be many you other said chains. Or gas stations. Well, I didn't there's know many really chains of gas stations, like Sheets or a Wawa or <laughs> one of the other <laughs> or places. Get go, whatever. Like, right. I don't know you what a Wawa is. I don't need a grown man with a beard looking at my eyes and saying Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't need. That. Do you not know what those are though? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> they, as sheets, they're like Sheets all down the East Coast. Okay, that's, I got that's it. what they are. They're like they're, those are a big deal though. For okay, real. all right, all right. So what's your go-to? Like money, not an option. You just you pick a water and go. What's your go-to? I don't usually pick a plain water, but like if I'm going sport, like I love the Propel with a sport cap. Mm-hmm. Like those yeah. things are clutch. So funny enough, especially the, if you're on a long drive. Funny enough, way. for a minute there, I was a Voss water snob. Ooh. So, so Voss does taste but, better. But they don't have a sports cap, so I, I don't think I can. I don't think it could count in this in this no, situation. But they have a serious screw on though. They, it's, it's, it's a it's, it's a no screw joke. on. Weren't those man. in glass bottles yeah. for a while? They too? were. The, they were. You, you can get them yeah, in glass bottles. They're plastic. Now. Yeah. What cert- a fucking snob you are. Vost water. Yeah, There's water. a couple guys in Pittsburgh that, that just throw them out guys. on the highway as you go. <laughs> <laughs> the peasants will <laughs> clean my rabble. Somebody will clean this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, smart water, though, is one of my go-to, and I like Fiji water. Fiji's gotten a little cheaper recently. Fiji water's changed because I think it ta- I think it has like a, almost like like a filmy taste now when I drink. I don't like Fiji water anymore. Mm-mm. I didn't notice Can't that. Do but it. I'll have to check really think about it next time you drink one. You'll be like, "Oh my god, he was right. I can't drink." I this mean, anymore. though, if it's if it's in absolute necessity, though, even the generic ninety nine cent bottles have sport caps sometimes. Oh yeah, true. Yep. And uh, have you ever noticed Deer, like, like, like Deer Park water, yeah. or whatever it is? Yeah. So yeah. like Worst those water you can buy though. Oh, but here's the thing: all those 
they all come from the same place anyway. Yeah. You think Smart Water doesn't come from the Deer Park well, facility? No, but, <laughs> but for some reason, Deer Park and Nestle Pure Life always rank on like the bottom twenty of the waters you can like. Well, they probably they legitimately them. probably come from the same source. Probably because the structural integrity of their bottles. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. You know? So they some of those Nestle bottles, though, the things like the, feel like they will the evaporate like in your hand. <laughs> like, like this barely is a water balloon. It's a, it's it says on the actual label, "Don't get this wet," but it's yeah. already in like yeah. got water in it. Yeah, no. Let's get some shade water, water talk. Let's get to water talk. But I, I, I don't mind a good um, a good twist cap if I have to, but yeah, no. I do prefer the sport cap. I'll give you that. Just pop, oh, yeah. pop off. Yes, yes, indeed. What else is going on this week, gentlemen? Hmm. I don't know. Enjoying the flux in the weather. Now it's back to seventy-five degree weather. Back to seventy-five degree weather. You weren't outside today, were bro. You? It was forty-one <laughs> when I got up this morning. Well, like there was fucking days, frost on well, my windshield. I, okay, for a few days when I was out and about, uh, it was cold, and then like for two or three days, it was warm again like shorts and t-shirt weather it was cold that's today. all weather for me <laughs> true wow you're feisty today no yep. so uh things that i you know this week uh rewatch so i finally got to watch dragon ball brawly okay and i watched dragon ball super superhero mm. again i want to say after rewatching it now the home release version of that movie the um the three like the 3d graphics of it uh, the three D uh, like animation style looks much better on the home release than it did really? on the theater release. Yes, like watched it on my, some more. So it just it, it all blends better. It doesn't seem as quite out of place, uh, especially on the later scenes. So I don't know what they did with the home release version of it, but it definitely translates better, uh, in my opinion, to that than it did in the theater itself. So I, just, I don't know. I thought when I watched the home release version of uh, into, uh Across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. that it looked better than yeah. it did on the. I screen. think it's possible at this point that we won't be running into stuff like that every now and then. So although of course Animated you know style. you also look at the theater that you may have watched it on may mm-hmm. not have been the most high-tech theater true. that i have ever true. seen things on i'm just gonna throw know. that out there yeah maybe you mean, yeah. you mean amc don't you just say it the, i do, the <laughs> <laughs> I do. but, uh, but here's the thing I, even even in their big house their big d theater which is a fine theater by the way you mm-hmm. know like like my tv's like hdr 10 mm-hmm. you know i have atmos surround like it's as good as it can i've got be. a full oled monitor uh Wrap around monitor yeah. at home, you know what like I mean? This it's is like, yeah, as good as it can be. Things look good on that. I'm saying, it's like, yeah. mm. I still have that TV from HH Craig, the 1080p, but it's uh, OLED. Yeah, the movies still look great on that. So sure. I yeah, keep watching OLEDs. OLEDs are good stuff. Um, the other thing that I did this week, um, well, actually overnight, I smoked a bunch of meat overnight, so that was nice. I, I thought you were going to say you smoked I, something I, else, but I, right. I was like, I smoked hey, a bunch well. of weed overnight. <laughs> Seems like a waste. God, Wouldn't be the first time I've talked about openly doing drugs on this show. I though, still so. woke up high. <laughs> I have done that so many times. I mean, a, a week or two ago, you talked about doing drugs at a concert when you were younger. So. Oh, yeah. Younger. I mean, <laughs> younger. I was just there. I was just at a concert three weeks younger. ago. I'm pretty sure the last concert I went to. <laughs> I don't know exactly when that was, though. It's been a while. I haven't done a concert. I haven't done any concert stuff since COVID. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, true. I that actually thought sense. about that, too. Don't do drugs, kids. It feels so weird to think about stuff that I was doing, like, regularly before, before COVID. COVID. And then, but then here's the thing. Like, COVID's been a thing. It's like, it's kind of. Let's say hypothetically that it's run mm-hmm. its course. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm not getting any kind of discourse here. Yeah, yeah, but like all those restrictions. But like that was like three years ago, and I'm like, fuck, where did that time go? Not only that kind of stuff, but like even like like just like some general practices that like like you didn't think about before. But like standing in line with people and being like like you know yeah nuts to butts yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. No, Thank just, God. Well, yeah, you can butts, just fuck baby. off from that anyway. Yep. So. Well, no, true. Like like the world's better for this. Yeah. yeah but I. I thinking about it the other day i was like man like someone got like really, like really close to me in line behind me and i, I thought 
dude, what are you doing? But it was Bro. like, I wouldn't have cared about this before COVID. All of a sudden, it's like, no, this this is the way this is the way. Like, yeah. like I, I don't need this anymore. Mm, I mm. witnessed it today, the nuts and yeah. butts thing. Yeah. I was standing in line to get a ticket for The Return of the King and a ton of Taylor Swift fans. And this this one old guy who is also, I think, buying a ticket for Lord of the Rings. Of course, it's a, of course, course it's were, Well, there's there was two lines, and he was in the other one. I was watching him, and this, this, this kid group, three girls right behind him, like, close. Like, I'm yeah. sure he felt their breath. <laughs> and he turned around and goes, do you mind? They go, mind what? Come on, get the fuck away from me! (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get it, but don't make me transform into angry old man. (laughs) I I get it. Like, why would you willingly stand that close to someone if you don't have? But even before COVID, why would you? Especially in Marquee, a big wide open lobby. Like it's it's got got the biggest wide open lobby you can ever have. Yeah, it it has a lobby as if you know it's like 1995 and you're going to the movies to see something big. You know? Oh yeah, when they built like mass, the whole place is like filled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days. I remember those days. The place costs a lot to heat. Yeah. I know, I've seen the gas bills. Jesus. <laughs> That's the gas bill. Uh, for the one month that I saw, it was like, yeah, well, it was a 30-day cycle. It accidentally, it, for one month, it was, now it was a winter month. Uh, mind you, a home a home gas bill was like 400 bucks. It was uh, $18,000. Jeez. What? Jeez. No, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, think about it. Every, uh, oh, I know, I know, I get it. Every yeah. theater is roughly the size of a house. Yeah. So... And then the lobby is the size of a fucking you know, concert yeah. facility. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But boy, when, when that place makes money, it doesn't make money. I'll mm-hmm. give you that much. Although I don't know anymore. But I, my whole thing thinking on, on that is, is, is archaic at, at best at this point. But what else is going on before we head into the show? Anything else? You guys play anything? Doing anything? Play yeah, anything? I haven't done a whole lot. I did get into the beta for Call of Duty. Okay, yeah. So that was nice. I've heard good things. I mean, look, it. It's got all the modern stuff with the old maps, which yep. is kind of all I ever, I ever, ever want. Yeah. So I have um, I, I actually uh, bought Cyberpunk once Phantom Liberty Ooh. came out, uh, okay. the and the two point update. I uh, gotta say, if you're a single player guy that likes single player or gal that likes um, like story driven single player stuff, it's very good. I'm on my third playthrough. I can't, I can't put it down. It's very good. A lot of fun. Actual like impactful choices you make. Cool game. <laughs> I did. So I have a cyberpunk related thing. Not that I played cyberpunk. Or... Did you watch the? Nope, of course God not. Dang it! But I did see the one you guy on YouTube was talking about how he turned on cyberpunk for the first time in a couple of months mm-hmm. when the thing came back and he goes, "I went to redo my character and realized my guy had been running around for weeks with no pants on." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "I'm just running around with my old gentleman sausage flopping about," <laughs> which you can do in that yep. game. In, like no, and I yeah. laughed because yeah. he said gentleman sausage. He's <laughs> walking around. Fair enough. Fair committing enough. crimes with my dick out. Well, <laughs> Why are you not? Watching anything else? Watching anything? Nah, not really. Nothing I think of that rings any bells. No bells rolling by you. Right no, now. like I said, um, I uh, I told you guys beforehand. I watched the uh, Continental stuff, mm-hmm. the the John Wick spinoff series. Is on, that worth uh, getting Pe- it to watch, Peacock? I mean, I already have it, so I can't really answer that. Now, yeah. look, I wouldn't spend five ninety nine a month to watch you know three hours worth of video myself, but there's plenty of other stuff on Peacock that is fine. I mean, I mean, if it, I mean, I, I think something to think about is five ninety nine a month. If you were to rent a single movie off of something, it would cost you, you that. It's usually like about that much anyway. So three hours for five ninety nine, and you can watch everything else for a whole month. Sure, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, I might just wait a little while until there's like several things, and then I want to watch and get it for a month and get rid of it. But mm-hmm. things you. are getting. Uh, I just saw a new thing today. The Netflix is going up again, like not just a little bit, like it's substantially going up because of the strike. I think they they realize they're going to lose this, and they're going to have to pay out millions of royalties every month to these what they <laughs> what they weren't paying out. So we get so. I, 
I saw a thing on Nef- someone on Netflix or a thing on the Netflix story saying it might go up three or four bucks a month. Like that's insane. It just went up. It just went. Yeah, up. Even, it hasn't been four months since yeah. the last price increase. Yeah, and I think Netflix is going to price themselves out of the game. I really do. But well, I mean, look, it's legitimately fault. if it goes up six dollars, it's at thirty dollars a month. That's so fuck much. Look, everybody, all you motherfuckers owe cable an apology. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking that personally. Too. I do take that personally. Well, I never, and well, I get it. Actually, my parents never got rid of cable, so good. We, we Neither did I. Good, good, good. Same. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we should jump into the episode. This is episode 352 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming, and trailers. Then we move into the movies of the week. I don't know why I stumbled on my words there. Let's go into the box office. And I'm upset with all the Taylor Swift people. I don't want to hear it again. You guys are done with me. I'm never I'm never picking up for you again. Taylor Swift, 96 million, only did 128 one 128 million worldwide? That's it? What is it, wrong with you? It wasn't open worldwide all weekend, though, I don't think. Nope, sure wasn't. No. Well, International 32, Domestic 96. Also, I don't know where that's... I believe my official guess, and we'll see what it comes through tomorrow, was 140. I said 137. So Okay, you're close. You know what? You're nine off. I'm going to call I said that like, a fucking win. I said, like, more than Avengers. So like, Grayson told me it was going to wow. be 300 million plus. Wow. He was... Because, like, what... The literal height of the, of the Marvel machine literally made them create a streaming service, and... You think that Taylor Swift was going to beat that out? I thought Taylor Swift was one of the few things that could. If it, I don't understand because if you do the simple, if you do, if you break down the math, if you break it down by five or ten dollars a ticket, that's I don't. Where are all these millions and millions of Taylor Swift fans? So, dear listener, I would like to make a note that Grayson is really, really bad about predicting things in the box <laughs> office. He he, legitimately, I don't think has ever gotten one right. No, I I am I. I Monetarily, I don't think you've ever gotten one right. I want to. I am the guy that buys into the hype. I get excited. You do. You do get pumped up. True. I do get pumped up. So like that's what I want. Like I'm the guy that uses math, (laughs) science, (laughs) like logic behind your thoughts. Weird. Logic. I don't don't know why you you try. I I thought if anything was going to dethrone Avengers, it was going to be Taylor Swift. That's not a bad. No, it'll be Avengers Five. No, I don't think nothing's ever going to... No, well, if something has a shot, that would be the thing with the shot. Look, if they don't change the way they're making the movies, there's no shot that happens. No, agreed. I'm just saying. But, yeah, it's... Um, But, I mean, I have heard from people that it's a great time if you... It's got... Here's the thing. If you take CinemaScore, which is a real thing, uh, for at face value, it has an A+. Which... They don't give out A pluses for fucking anything. Yep. Oh, I've heard. I've heard it's got some. It's got some amazing, some amazing angles and shots and stuff of you know, like it's blended. It's blended expertly. Yep. A lot of like the stage presence and the stage items and stuff that's on they there. They did a really good job. Yep. Mm. Good for them. For real. So we'll see what Beyonce does. But uh, I expected this genre to be at least big for two or three of them. At least Taylor and Beyonce to do box well, office record. Well, so here's the thing, right? Like, here's my here's my thought on it, and then we'll move on to the next thing. But like. I have a feeling that because of the writer's strike, I think we're going to hit like just like a perfect storm of of circumstances where you'll see a lot of a lot of different like arrays of different bands, genres, um, popularity levels take up some spaces in your movie theaters for like for like like these theater style concert shows because it'll be a way for theaters to keep on making money and it'll be a way for 
bands to to get marketing out in some way, shape, or form. They'll have movie posters up at movie theaters. You'll hit, you know, you'll interest people that you've never that have never heard of your music before. Sure, I, I think it. I think it'll be a a beneficial relationship between these entities for a little bit of time. And, I hope so. And it and the way the something unique to the whole Taylor Swift thing was, it was. It was brokered directly to the movie theaters. Yep. Not with any uh, anyone no else in the middle. Company. Nope. So like you know all, like they both of these these entities made more money on this than what they would have otherwise. So I think that's actually kind of kind of a cool thing. Number two, The Exorcist believer, not believer, eleven million domestic, bringing a total of eighty four worldwide. We're going to talk about that one a little longer, t- a little later today. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, another seven million. Bring us worldwide to 126. I saw that so movie. That outperformed Taylor Swift. I did. I watched it last week. Very cool. Took my kid. Yeah. She didn't right. care no, about it. Just, it just and I didn't care about it. <laughs> hey, look, it's as cookie gutter as you think it is because it's yeah. the Paw Patrol movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Nothing wrong with being safe. And no. Quick, quick, quick cutter. Saw 10. You didn't watch that, did you? I did not. It's one of the best Saw movies. It out is there. actually quite good. Yeah, I've heard good things. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Five point seven million with a with a worldwide of seventy one million. With those budgets, that has to be a win. Those budgets are not oh, yeah. very big. The creator, another four point three million, bringing it a worldwide of seventy nine. And the with the budget being eighty million, that's not a win. But that movie it isn't. Is, that movie is good. Mm-hmm. That movie is worth watching. I've seen it. It is something. I was very happy with the creator. And a six through ten, just really quick. A haunting in Venice. The blind. The nun two. I'm done with that. No, I'm done with that. That life's over. Equalizer three and dumb money number ten. Good to know we're doing that next week. That's fantastic. It's only gross fourteen million. Fourteen million in weeks. What has only gross fourteen? Dumb money. Didn't someone in this room say that was going to be huge? I did. I, I'm, 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 I'm done predicting anything because I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting. Uh, I have no I'm putting comment. stock in the public, and they're Don't not. Don't do that. Well, I just hey, <laughs> just ask me before you make public statements. That's all. <laughs> I just I will I give you the honest truth. <laughs> I just put stock into people going to see cool things, and you guys just don't want to see them. So that's on you guys. Maybe I guess. dumb money's not cool. Yeah, I mean, I am vastly interested to know what happened in that GameStop. I mean, you'll find out next week. I don't think. Stay you'd tuned, find, folks. Hold on. I don't think you'd find out in a movie about it. Nothing. What makes you think you're going to find out anything true about the whole GameStop thing? Because I'm sure it is true, though. That's the thing. I'm sure like, some of it's true. Yeah, I'm sure enough of it's true. That but, I mean, you could also just you know type in what happened? GameStop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm happened. pretty sure there's plenty sure, of sure, information sure. out there for you to find. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the box office. Or sorry, the coming releases this past weekend was a big one with Taylor Swift. That's the 13th of Friday the 20th. Killers of the Flower Moon, a big um, Scorsese film. Big by big, he means long. Long. Over three hours. Get ready for that 3:15, one, 3.15, baby. October 27th. By the way, Return of the King, I didn't think that movie was ever going to end. <laughs> Bro, I mean, so I've like, seen it a number of times. Nobody knows so it better than you, <laughs> sir. So what, what Grayson is talking about is uh, he went and saw the extended edition re-release in theater today. Mm-hmm. And so we're actually starting a little bit later than normal because he wanted to watch it. And I was like, bro, you know that's four hours long. And he's like, nah, it's only listed at 3.30. I was like, it's four hours and 11 minutes. <laughs> I know how fucking at, long it is. They have it listed at 3.30. I didn't think it was not, I didn't think it wasn't that long. I just don't know why they'd listed it at 3.30. If because it it's probably as far as their counter goes. Oh, shit. You're probably, you might not be wrong. I might not be wrong about that. <laughs> but I didn't. I never thought of that. I used to work there. It probably is as high as it'll let it go. So, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed it. Anyway, but getting back to it. October 27th, Five Nights at Freddy's. Freelance and Inspector Son and the Curse of the Black Widow. Oh, interesting. That moved off of Taylor Swift. 
Yeah. Oh, the weird bug movie. The weird. Why would you move off of Taylor Swift? Why would you? That's weird. Why wouldn't you move off? Well, of Taylor because Swift like that's not. I mean, because it didn't until last week. It was still yeah. listed there. I mean, Exorcist got out of it, got out of its way. That's not the same audience, is it? You know what I mean? Wait, wasn't Exorcist always in the same? I don't know. No, no that would have been for, that would have been thirteenth. Yeah, moved. That been 13th. yeah, yeah, October. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, weird. There's no horror movies coming out yeah. October the thirteenth. I thought that was strange too myself. Uh, Priscilla on November third, and what happens later? November tenth, the holdovers and the Marvels. November seventeenth, the big one, the Hunger Games, the bout of songbirds and snakes. Next goal wins. Thanksgiving trolls band together. November twenty second, Wednesday. Uh, Napoleon, get your phones and tablets ready to watch that. Disney's Wish, December first. The Bike Riders, Godzilla minus one. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Oh, that's that's the Beyonce, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Silent Night, which I'm actually looking forward to quite a, quite quite a bit. Uh, December eighth, which is a boy in the heron. December fifteenth, Huanca. Huanca. I like. I know you like to say that. Huanca. December twenty second is anyone but you in migration, and then Christmas Day, the boys in the boat, the color purple, and Ferrari. Any comments about those release schedule? Boys? I think there should be a Hollow Notes concert that we get to watch. That'd be fucking rad. I don't think you'd pull many people in. I would go see it. The dynamic duo, brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I think you're underestimating Hollow Notes, sir. Let's take a look at what's streaming this week. Uh, I was a little frustrated with uh, Extra's Believer, so I watched the original again. It's been a while, but uh, on Max with... By director William. It's Friedkin. remastered in 4K, by the way. It, it's it's not. It's, it, <laughs> it looks much better than it did. Uh, Ellen Burstyn, Max von Sydow, Linda, uh, very famously Linda Blair, Lee Cobb, and Jason Mill, 1973. This is the one that started a lot. This is a very famous movie. Although people always used to say it was the scariest movie they'd ever seen, but I, I saw it, of course, in the 90s, gen- a generation later. I never thought it was. I thought it was crude. I didn't think it was scary. But then again, seeing it in the 73 may have been mm-hmm. a different kind of experience. A, a different experience. Sure, sure. Uh, but I, I enjoyed watching it again. It's very subtle compared to what The Exorcist Believer does. It does most things right. The Exorcist, uh, by, by subtle, I mean it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't spoon feed you everything, which I think The Exorcist Believer kind of does in a way. Do you guys think that too? I that's mean, that's one of my gripes. You'll, you'll, you'll find, find out, out in our discussion. Listen in. But, um, but I, yes. I really enjoyed uh, the writing. It's something I've always enjoyed with the original Exorcist. But uh, that's all that's available on Max if you want to watch it from 1973. Poltergeist, another scary Ooh. one by director Tobe Hooper, Joe Beth Williams, Heather O'Rourke, Craig T. Nelson, 1982. So uh, when I was a young lad, uh, this, cause this came out the year I was born, by the way. So that's how fucking old I am for you people out there. Um, so I remember watching this when I was like nine or ten years old for the first time. And uh, there's a scene where, like, one of their first nights in the house, and, like, these glowing orbs come down the stairs. And, dude, still to this day, scares the shit out of mm-hmm. me. It is Even as fucking terrible. I mean, not anymore, but, like, I, I, I made that joke to you when we, were, we, we did show prep today, folks. When we did show prep today <laughs> about how much that movie frightened me as a kid. And when I mentioned that scene, like, legitimately, I got goosebumps down my arm. Like, it just flared up. And, like, it was... It seriously creeped me out. But, I mean, look, this movie is creepy and weird and good. And they made a couple of Poltergeist movies. The um, I think they made, like, three of them. The first two are actually very good. The third one is kind of not there. But yeah, um, very scary. Still holds up. The story still holds up very, very well. Also, you know, don't build a house on a moved graveyard. It's just, it seems I, logical to me. I don't see a problem with But, that. I mean, if you do it, actually move the bodies. Don't just have them dig out the pool and then, <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> 
All right, and Chris, Small Soldiers by not director. Kirsten Someone Dunst. didn't get on the theme bus today. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, no, Dunst, it's scary. Not direct. I don't. I don't know who the director. I wrote Kirsten does. It's not Kirsten does, but she's in it with Gregory Smith, Sith or Smith, not Sith. Uh, David Sith? Cross, Jeez. Sith Lord, and you know this is the '90s because Jay Moore. There it is. is. Yeah, there you go. Jay Moore. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot Jay Moore's in that movie. Dennis Leary and Kevin Dunn, 1998. Why do you like this one, Chris? You didn't say the tagline. It's small soldiers, big battles. I love that for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to make sure it's I known. That for you, Chris. So, okay, so this movie comes out between Toy Story and Toy Story Two. Actually, it comes out like a year before Toy Story Two, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know, like something about better this... franchise. Is that what you're saying? I, I, I do believe missed no. opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like this movie actually like in my childhood me and my cousins we actually like this this one a good bit it, it, it's it's an interesting concept that worked very well with toy story and i don't know just the idea of you know as a kid you're you know your toys you, you know as a as you know, grown up your toys had fights right well yeah, this was like if that actually happened and you could be a part of that and this movie didn't do terrible back back when it came out and also it had like two video games themed after shortly after so like it, it it had a like a mini like renaissance you know of itself, and I think it's a fun enough movie. It's 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 got some cool themes. It's got some hero moments with some of the characters in it, and I don't know, just something different that's along the same lines as Toy Story. If you're like you know if you're watching older you know animated movies with your kids, this one's not bad. This is actually pretty neat. It's got animation in it mixed you know mixed with live action, and I don't know. It's got that it's got that late nineties feel. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing wrong I was with that. Say it's definitely late nineties, hundred percent. But yeah. I remember I remember the marketing for Small Soldiers. Yeah. like big battles on um <laughs> on uh, a lot of the commercials. God, you saw that for months in nineteen ninety eight, and I, I do remember that marketing campaign. Again, some of the kids they really don't have any idea of is like yeah the commercials with marketing how you yep. see like you remember like you'd see a big movie like you know big Brad Pitt movie and, like every commercial oh, yeah. you see the fucking advertisement yep. not that I cared but I just remember it really it was well. on every advertisement loop you saw this yep. you know yep. that that there was like one or two that like you saw every single loop yep. in a world yeah, like, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. did they destroy the Gorgonites the Gorgonites actually get liberated yes yeah yes. The Gorgonites end up being All right. good guys. That's streaming on Max. The Who Exorc- knew? Yeah. The Exorcist, Poltergeist, and Small Soldiers. <laughs> the, representative, the representative of the U.S. soldiers turned out to be colonizers. Weird. Weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Very boy. thin line. We're skirting here. That's <laughs> all available on Max. Some, some horror and some nostalgia and some nostalgia horror. Small Soldiers, big battles. Let's take a look at some trailers. We looked at Priscilla this week with Kaylee Spaney. Jacob Alordi, if it's a feature from May 24, what are we thinking about this one, guys? You think this is a Kissing Booth sequel? 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 <laughs> Jacob Alordi, you've, okay, okay, Kissing Booth had three movies. I'm sure they were successful for Netflix, but this guy, Jacob Alordi, he was awful in those movies. He's got a punchable face, too, doesn't he? he? I mean, I don't know. He's a pretty big, dude. Oh, he is. Doesn't mean his, his face no, is I punchable. Agree with Chris. I, he is very. Punchable. Doesn't mean he isn't punch. His face isn't punchable. You'll get punched back. True. But yeah. It's funny yes. how everything I've seen him outside of the Kissing Booth films, he's great. But in those movies, it's just like they were just like, be wooden, don't be a good actor. Go. And then he did. <laughs> and he was like, like, he was like, oh, I can do that. No, and he's yeah. like, it comes naturally. To he's me. like, fair. You gave me a shit script in a bad movie. Weird. I will perform. <laughs> I will perform, but uh, I. But well, you guys know. are paying me for three of these. Thanks, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I see the money hit the bank, you'll get my performance. <laughs> um, I'm kind of interested in this. Uh, I kind of I I dig what A24 does, and I don't at the same time. I either love it or I hate it. But this is uh, Priscilla um, Presley. Presley. That mm-hmm. I mean, I, we just saw an Elvis story, so it's nice to see another one again, but kind of a different. 
I don't know. I, I, I have I have no care about Elvis whatsoever. Like like I understand like you know his significance within like with within music and stuff, and that's cool and all. But like I don't care about about well, Elvis stories. So that's the point I was actually going to bring up too. And it's nothing against Elvis, and like he still has a strong following. The uh, the need for more Elvis biopics and so I believe we're probably past that time frame. I mean, yeah, we we we, you know, we got we got like, our one big one. But here's the thing though, like that was still too late. Oh yeah, you yeah, know that's like. Interesting. Elvis died in 1973. Well, died. Aren't those people think he's still alive? Are you going with the Men in Black theory, or are you going with... with, with I'm pretty sure no one thinks that anymore. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. But yeah, he died in 73. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're 50 years, dude. Yeah. Good God, man. 50 years. years. Like, your your demo isn't there anymore. I agree with you. It's like, it's just... You're too removed from that generation. Yes, you were yeah. too far out. No, for look, people to care. I'm all, that I'm much. all down for historical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as it's done well. But like, I don't know. This will be the second Elvis movie in three years. Two years. Two years. Two years. So I don't. I don't see it. I well, get it. But, but with A24 is at least the budget wasn't very big. So if it doesn't make anything, then they're not out a whole lot. But true. And and A24 does can do good work with with course, small budgets or any budget really. So yeah. I mean. Yeah, at, at least there's that little thing. You know, well, A24 made it, so there's a chance this, this won't be crap. Yep. So. Uh, I will also counter my own point by saying I'm still super pumped for Napoleon, which, you know, happened 215 years ago. <laughs> I think that's, that's different, though. It's like, that's, I think that's very different. I mean, I, I don't think so. It's still, it's still. I think a lot of Napoleon fans still hanging out it's waiting. still someone in history with, who has. You don't see a difference in that? I mean. A singer from the 50s versus uh, a figure in Both history? people have historical. Okay, hold on. A liberal arts major won't, you know, might not give a shit about Napoleon, but cares about Elvis. You know what I mean? You know, both things happen in history, well, but they're sure, important to different but, people. I mean, Elvis is still new enough that, like, you should know enough about Elvis. That... So, are you making a point for Elvis or Napoleon, or are you making a point for both now? You see what I mean? Like, like, like you can't. Well, help no, this. I'm the guy that says. I mean, look, if you say you're generationally removed, I'm fine with that. But like, yeah. you should still know who these people are and be able to identify them in history. Okay. But like, that's the thing is, like, I think both these sound interesting because I, I mean. I like seeing biopics of people who in, in history because like I that's kind of how I I prefer to learn about them mm-hmm. rather than read read a book about them. I just watch a film and know that, more that's stuff. why we're watching Dumb Money next week. By the way, <laughs> good, good, fine. I see your point. That's that's the, the roaring good the Dumb r- Money. <laughs> what I add four weeks, fourteen million dollars. Box like. office basher. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, anyway, so let's move on. Thanksgiving with Rick Hoffman, Addison Rae, Gina Gershon, Patrick Dempsey. It's a feature. I'm not excited about this whatsoever. I didn't hear a word you just said. What movie? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. I don't know. This looks fine. It doesn't come out on Thanksgiving. Listen, time. I'll say the guy's on theme, right? He stabbed somebody in the ear with corn cob holders. With smiley face corn cob holders. But we also made a... We, we watched this trailer together, and we also made a statement. You no, know, and uh, you know, dear, dear listener, let me ask you. During Thanksgiving, <laughs> do you actually eat corn on the cob or just corn? Like... Spoonfuls of it. Mm-hmm. Just saying, you probably don't. I mean, you mix the you mix the potatoes and the corn and all together. Ooh, that gravy on top. Sure, fine. Yeah, whatever. The point is, no one's eating corn. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You didn't just stick a pile of corn and cob and <laughs> fucking pile of mashed potatoes, like eating it like a. St- <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know how they got the corn cob thing, but that's more of a summer because they wanted to do a kill with with, with, with corn with yeah, fair. corn cobs. Yeah, you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, that's why it happened. Very saw esque. Um, I, I mean, we're, we're not we're not hurting for horror films, so I don't know. I mean, this just looks like it's this well, looks generic. Well, right? we're not, we're not hurting for horror horror films because it's that time of year and a whole bunch of people make horror movies. It's just another one of them. Well, you know? look. Like, so let me ask you legitimately though: Do you ever remember one coming out for the Thanksgiving season? Because I don't think I do. Not off the top of my head. No, but I'm sure there were. I sure. Just, yeah. But like. You know, There's got to be some monster turkey movie out there somewhere that like didn't like do very well that we yes. don't know about. You know, like, 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 like gobble gobble, Hold like some version of Velocity. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> you think it's called gobble gobble? <laughs> Maybe that, that that might be a different genre, but you know, still, I don't think that's the same kind of movie, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw that. <laughs> I, uh, I typed in um, Thanksgiving horror films, and I see a list on them. Pilgrim from 2019. Never heard the, of it. The Oath from 2018. Never, Never heard, heard of it. that. Eli Roth's Thanksgiving from 2007. I guess. From I mean, it's made by Eli Roth, so it's I definitely a horror again. movie. Okay, fair. All right, see, they happen. Uh, Seance in 2006. Poultry Guys, Night of the... There it is. Yes. Gobble, gobble. Yes. Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. 2006. Oh, Christ. Boy, that, boy, that picture, that's, there's a whole bunch of wrong. I can't even talk about it. because. It's... <laughs> Chris, no, you want to swing around? It's pretty, no, I'm, good. It. I'm good. It's on. It's on. It's on know. brand. Yeah, it is. Uh, Boogeyman. So that's it. Yeah, so not a whole. Oh, and thanks killing. Oh, see? To that, there is a monster turkey. It is it a literally giant... right here. Gobble, gobble is the tagline on there. All right, fair enough. And Thanksgiving 3. Thanks oh, killing. killing three. So wait, where's not Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving two didn't make the cut. Oh man, or Thanksgiving? Yeah, it went no. straight. It went straight. No, go back to DVD. up, dummy. It was Thanksgiving. Oh, then... Thanksgiving three. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two didn't make it. Or they didn't make the two. They just made the three. They just went know. straight to three. That's a, no. Listen, that's a bold choice in movies. Then you know what? We don't need the sequel. Straight to number three. <laughs> then there's a alien <laughs> alien abduction incident in Lake Country in 1998, which looks like that actually somewhere. looks creepy. That picture. <laughs> Ro- Blood Rage in 1983 slash 87. What does that mean? I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Home Sweet Home 1981. That one I know people is like a cult favorite for a lot of people. Blood Freak 72. Never heard of that one. Christy 2014. Never heard of it. Thanks X Giving 2006. Oh, had, it had the X in there. That that, that instead of instead of the K, that was two thousands. Thanks, sure. Yeah, definitely was. But like, there's not many. Is is the point you're making? And it's a point well received. I mean, we weren't yeah. sure if there were any, but you guys were way off on that. I'll start with Night Swim with Carrie Condon and Wyatt Russell to feature. How angry were you watching this lady? Not just giving up, opening her eyes for playing polo when no one responded in five minutes. <laughs> so, uh, this movie's about a haunted pool. Oh, or we know, or we think it is. I mean, fiend. I saw the trailer. It's, <laughs> it's about a haunted pool. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> what do you mean? So let me ask you, listener, dear listeners, Roger, there's a question. You're in a pool with someone, and you're playing Marco Polo. <laughs> How You say Marco. And, and no one answers for five minutes. No, no. If no one answers in three seconds, you're opening your eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, she just kind of floats around this pool for a long time, and bad stuff happens to her. She gets like you mess around. I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, like the whole Marco Polo thing. It's it's that it's that age old trope of whatever insert any horror film yeah. slasher film and like you know you have someone who hears a sound they're like Mark is that you <laughs> close the door man like and it's it's just it's stupid it you, it, it doesn't happen that way Mark People, is that you up in that room that there's no lights on and I can't see anything down the yeah. hallways why that do you have what? a knife yeah <laughs> Mark quit messing around and then you get murder stabbed faced. in the neck yeah like, come on <laughs> it's this movie's come gonna on. be shit. 
Maybe. I mean, look. We haven't seen don't it. say the word maybe. No, we haven't seen it, so we like can't say it. Like, it's not possible. Look, bad trailer, bad movie. Logic, but it could be a great movie. I don't know. I'd argue the trailer's fine. It's oh. just going to be a crap movie. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> trailer's fine. Premise is awful. Yeah, sure. The Haunted, Haunted pool. pool. Just move. Actually, just move. actually how, how cowardly that they called it night. Uh, night swim instead of haunted pool. You know what I mean. You have an original idea at least. But is Call it like it pool? is? How many people you think would die in a pool until you drained it? Wait, say it again. How many? Th- how many people would you let die in your? Pool yeah, how many people you swim in this pool it? before you just like, hey guys, probably don't go in the pool. Just drain. You, you wake up in the morning, get your coffee. He's like, ah, oh, another one. Just yeah. <laughs> you like look out, like, God I, damn it! I need to. I need to put a bigger fence around my house. <laughs> You know, it's like my parents, we had a pool growing up, not an in-ground pool, like a big uh, above-ground pool. But, like, you know, you had to, like, get the leaves out of it and stuff, yep. and you get so pissed, like, after a storm, be like, God, am I just fishing a body out for the third time in two <laughs> Every weeks? four days or yeah. whatever, yeah. God, what is it with this pool, man? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. People can't read. People can't. Pool haunted. There's a sign. <laughs> there's signs everywhere. <laughs> they didn't sign the waiver. Haunted pool. Enter your own risk. Yeah. The police come. You're like, oh, no. He's got the sign. He's fine. Yeah. Fucking idiot teens. Yeah. <laughs> Beware of bullets and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Pool that is time? haunted. This is not a joke. <laughs> Are we taking it a little too far? Let's you know really oh, focus. Man. All right, the Exorcist believer. It is that time. Let's talk about it. But first, let's get some particulars out of the way. Twenty-two on the tomato meter. Oof. Fifty-nine audience score. Not great, Bob. Those are frowny faces. Those are definitely not great. Damn. F on both accounts, if you go by the grading scale, either college or high school grading scale. So let's talk about some some uh, particulars. Is that an F collegiately? It is. I thought it was a 10-point scale in most colleges. No, but do the, do the math. 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. So 100 to 90 is an A. Yeah. That's like major F right there. I mean, 22, sure. Yeah. He means the, the 50, other one. I'm at the, the 59. 59's an F minus still. Anyway, so Ellen Burstyn reprising as Chris McNeil, Leslie Odom Jr. A, B. Was Chris doing the math? Wait, so 60 is an F? It's barely an F. Okay, okay, fine. (laughs) But it's still an F. All right. All right. Ellen Burstyn reprising as Chris McNeil, Leslie Odom Jr. as Victor Fielding, Ralph Sparge as the pastor, Olivia Markham as Catherine, Lydia Jewett as Angela Fielding, E.J. Bonilla as Father Maddox, Antony... Corone as Father Phillips. Let's talk about this movie directed by David Gordon Green, whom I have a bone to pick with. It's also written by David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Why are you throwing your lot in with him? That's what I want to know. Let's get into it. Roger, what's Exorcist Believer about? So this is a canon sequel to the original Exorcist movie. Um, So it's about demonic possession theme. Let's move to score it, shall we? Okay. So this is uh, another one that, so, I mean, look, just David Gordon Green has, he did, he took over the Halloween. He got rid of everything after the original Halloween and then made in 2018, 2000, what, 20 and 2021? Yes. 2022? 2022. It was, yeah. He made, uh, so there's four canon films in that in that timeline now. So I'm sure this is the same. There's only The Exorcist and then Exorcist Believer in canon <clears throat> now. So now The Exorcist. What are your memories from The Exorcist, the 1973 William Friedkin film? Uh, her projectile vomiting on the guy. That's your memory of that? 
Yeah. Oh, and the and the power of Christ compels you. Mm-hmm. Power of Christ compels you. What about your you head? Didn't see it? Did headspin. You? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's you. That's a big and the and the, the peeing on the floor. Yeah. Remember that? I like the peeing thing's like, on theme though for like defiling and stuff. It like is. That, but remember, so. remember, remember in that scary movie three when she like she didn't stop. Yeah. Peeing? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. So let's talk about uh, Exorcist Believer and. In initial thoughts when you were walking out of theater. Give me 10 seconds, Chris. I was reading positive reviews for this movie. Can you please repeat the question? Um, you're fr- Give me 10 seconds, just your thoughts right when you got up and left. Like immediately left? after the movie rolled credits. Both of these films aren't that bad. There's two movies here, you're saying? Yes, okay. 100%. And I think that that's why I had an overall an overall positive like feeling of the film when I left because separated, the movies are fine. But it's when you put the whole story together and watch it all the way through and really think about it that it's it it, it is kind of a mess. I agree. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> I, I I'm and kind it's of not all scary. Lo- I'm all over the place. I appreciate the detail to some things he carried over from the original film. I always appreciate that kind of detail. Although I just think the movie is mediocre at best, if if even that is generous. I just don't think it's very good. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's terrible by any means. I just think it's. Somewhere in the middle, and that's to me that's a shame because I mean the, the Exorcist is a legendary movie. People talk very positively about it. It's got very good writing. It's got you know some a lot of firsts in the industry, so that's important to me at least. But let's talk about it. So we have here another demonic possession. Now, Chris, I think what you said is right though. Is if you change just a few things here, this is not an Exorcist. It's just a movie about demonic possession, mm-hmm. which it's got a thirty-eight on Metacritic. By the way, that's terrible. It's pretty low. Yeah. It's not as low as the 22% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, though, which I think right. is noteworthy, because I think that it's actually a little bit closer to what this movie deserves. I, I, I would agree with you on that. Well, no, I think probably 38 is probably a little close. Yeah, probably 38. I, that's what I mean. I, I, I think 38 is, you yeah, know. The, I think yeah. 38 is closer to what it actually deserves. Yeah. But, so the extras did a lot of things. Of course, you remember the head spin. Mm-hmm. You remember the pee. You remember all kinds of, you know, the what she would say to her people when they were in the room is she would stab herself with the crucifix. She would stab herself in, you know, certain areas, and that's, I think, what people probably remember if they were young enough when that when that film came out. So let, let's come this one. So <clears throat> here's the thing: what the Exorcist to me was always kind of one of those. It was made to be a cheesy horror film, but like less cheesy and more like terrifying. But this one, like again, it, I think now this is just my opinion, but this is commits the the Hollywood sin of it tries to take itself too seriously. Hmm. It tries to like bring it and ground it down to a reality that we live in. Is I don't think it worked for this particular movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the pass the buck to you guys and you have, if you have a comment. So I don't think it worked for this movie because, like I said <clears throat> a minute ago, I didn't think this movie was very good um, because I think it. No, listen, the story's fine, right? Because it's it's the problem is it's so straightforward, you know, but they leave this big giant hole. They leave. That, well, I mean, the big giant, like, where were they for three days? You know, I get that. You know, yeah. we believe that they were drugged to hell. Sure, whatever, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, they come back from this possession, or come back, you know, from this abduction possessed, and... This person's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, and we get this weird story of, you know, both of them possessed by the same demon, mm-hmm. however that works. Yeah. You know, like, and here's the thing. I don't know if this is like new ground in the exorcist world. Like, I don't know. Um, the problem is, 
because they don't explain anything at all, I don't really care. You know, because, look, here's the thing, and I know we're getting a third one of these. It's, what, Deceiver, it's called, you know, in, like, next year or the year after. Um, But, like, you know, we've seen movie we watched fairly recently, and we actually enjoyed those uh, the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. John Goodman. Well, because I mean, look, yeah. not only not only was it you know semi humorous, but they also explained to you what they were doing while they were doing it. Okay, because like, look, I don't know jack shit about possession, right? Besides what I've ever seen in a movie, so like, there's no church explanation, no medical explanation that they give you here. It's just, oh yeah, she's possessed. We got to get the demon out. Not like how this happened, why this happened, or anything along that line. I think this movie suffers from that because this movie isn't short. It's it's two hours long, and it's mostly full of you know girls tied to a chair screaming. You know what I mean? Well, the the second half of the movie is yeah, but the whole first half when you could have been building the story, it's not there. It's more of like where do the kids go? Then we found the kids. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's yeah. It, the, that's what I mean. Yeah, where, you said it, the missing person thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a missing persons movie. Mm-hmm. You know, with like a kind of like a suspense thriller kind of thing that turns into then an exorcism movie. Yeah. So like, I I agree with you on that. I I I feel like they did a good job of building up a story for the first half of the movie, but then like it doesn't have any payoff because that's not the focus of the film afterwards. They don't. They're not. They're not trying to find out where the girls were. Nope. They're not trying to find out like who took their girls. They're just. Happy they're back, and then they just try to start living their life again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, wouldn't you be? As girl dads, wouldn't that be your primary? Concern? I fucking move for hey, real. Don't, don't, don't yell at me. <laughs> well, I'm just well, asking. Well, that reaction is fair. You know what I mean for like for like that situation because yeah, you don't you don't want you don't want to live that anymore. You want to move away from that as far as you can so that you can you can let your kid kind of start over and recover without having to have that also hanging over that. Also, it's very important about what I just said about fucking moving at the end of this film. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Oh, yeah. No. I don't go here anymore. I don't live <laughs> here anymore. But, like, but like, I guess the overall point that I'm trying to make is, is like it's like... like it's another reason why I have I felt more positive than I do now about thinking about it about this movie is because like Blumhouse took the time to like you know like 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 take some time in a horror film to like build something out, but then like the more you think it's like oh well it didn't mean anything it just falls flat because we did because we didn't go anywhere with any of that because it shifts completely. Well, see, I would argue that, and and Chris, you're probably gonna disagree with me here. Is I th- I mean the movie tells you where they went whether you believe it or not. That's a whole different thing. Oh, you mean you, you, you mean quite literally? They okay, were abducted yeah, yeah. by the devil yeah. and brought back. So okay, like, yeah. you know where they. I mean, there's nothing to say they didn't go there. No, I mean, they, no, no, that's fair. But I mean, when I brought that up, like, okay, so let's say hypothetically that that is what happened, yeah. right? Because we don't see it, so we don't know, and it's just sort of glossed over mm-hmm. so much so that even like the priest or the voodoo lady. Nobody even is like, oh, you know, there's a realm where they would go to. Like, they don't even, like, half-ass explain it. Yeah. So I think that's an issue that I have for real. Which okay. they did have the voodoo late. So, like, I figured like, if someone's going to explain it, she was going to explain well, you, it. Okay, so one thing I did want to bring up with this, because we're kind of to that point now, is I appreciated we don't just have a young priest and an old priest. Yeah. We have a priest. We have a pastor. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the voodoo lady. And um, I'm missing somebody. But we have a, we have a whole realm of religious people that are like, bro, these chicks that they're they're 
possessed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's like, oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's like, no, this, yeah, nope, th- no. this is it. Oh, shit, that looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the church didn't believe it, though. No, 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 the, no. the church did. So, the well, the pastor believed the the Catholic the Church. church the, no, the Catholic Church, who wouldn't let that guy They be believed well. it. Well, no, they said... They said they it was said too dangerous. That, well, they said it was too dangerous, and they oh. considered it a mental health issue. Now, he believed it, mm-hmm. but he was going, hey, man, higher up said, I can't touch yeah. it. You know, which, I mean... I kind of get that because also I just also would have left. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just get my car. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do this, so uh, I quit. Thank you. <laughs> also, he got. I mean, he he, ch- he got not great. He checked out there. literally, but yeah, yeah I mean, so. he got exorcismed. He got the exorcisted. He, I believe exorcised is the word. <laughs> but I mean, he, the same thing happened to him, which happened to someone in the original film, too. And that, again, that's one of those, like, I appreciate the detail there. Hmm. That actually so. looked pretty rad on the screen. It did. Way. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was good effect-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was uh, talking about effects? Um, this is one of my Ooh, low points. Okay. One of my low points for the movie, and I, I brought this up to you guys beforehand. Um, so during the whole possession side, this is where I have some real problems with this. Um it's basically a one room shot, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they, they put the girls in the middle of this room and they draw this, you know, protection symbol or whatever, mm-hmm. um, on the floor. And we get a lot of these circular shots with everybody talking at one time and they do it like four or five times Yeah, was, and I hated it. Yeah. You know, if you do it once or twice, I get it because it's a round table of information just bang, 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 bang. We get shots like, but it's a cool this, shot, bro. This, once, twice, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But and then we get these weird like panning overhead shots of it. It's like did it is want to get out the camera rig to pull it over? Like I don't get it. It doesn't fit. Yeah. You don't need that. Um and obviously we get a lot of demonic flashing lights and stuff here. Yep. What's up with the slow-mo vomit on the ceiling? Like <laughs> I mean, I I I, agree. I, I, agree. I get the points of what they're trying to show, but like just do it normal. Yeah. You're trying to, you felt like you're trying too hard. And by that point, I'm already kind of out of it because it's all the way towards the end of this movie. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? Well, like, so just to stay on the subject of effects is that I had a problem with actually like the, um, how different, how different styles they went with the effects. So like the, the big iconic part of the end where she's like levitating and stuff and like the big things happening, yep. they have that, they, they have that, like that, that lens flare mm-hmm. uh, cam happening. Like that was very, like I fell out of place Jarring. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Well, cause it's like, it's like, what are you sh- like? What is this effect showing me? Because are, is this what everyone's seen or are you just highlighting this moment? Cause it's a big moment, but no one's actually seen this. Well, and like uh, the, the filter shift. So the color's different Yeah, like, like, because they shift to black and white a couple of times. They do. And it's like, it's like, so that's like, like that's one effect, but then they have this like really weird, really lazily done. I feel practical effect where, uh, where uh, demon girl B stabs the lady in the eyes mm-hmm. in her bedroom. Like, it's so super close up and almost like low quality, like kind of. And it's like, it took me out. I was like, that looks really bad. Like, like, Whoa. and maybe it's hard to have like a, you know, a four foot kid stab the eyes out of a, what looks like seven foot three woman, you know, like maybe, so maybe that was like their only solution for it, but it looked bad. It didn't look good. The only thing that I can think of in that scenario is they didn't want you to actually have to watch somebody get stabbed directly in the eyeballs. We, you know what though? There's a lot of ways you can do that, and you know, and not. I mean, you yeah. you do the whole shot from behind. Yeah, exactly, and like and like just that weird, like super close yep. where you, where you never see anything actually happen. You just see like these flashes of things happening, mm-hmm. and then it's like my eyes are going ah, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then on top of all of that, 
Then you have the weird stuff where like, like, like they're being super subtle about some of the like the scary parts, which I really dug. Yeah. But then you have like these weird things where they cut to like flashes of imagery mm-hmm. of like the demon and other things happening. That just seems so out of place. Like, there's no consistent effects here. There's so yeah. many different ones. I thought some of the best stuff in the movie was like the fact that like there were things moving up, like through like a doorway on the yeah. side, and they never highlight it. Yeah. They just let it happen and let you go. Oh, I don't like that. Or the parts where you like you see somebody sitting in the corner that's yep. not there, but when, he's there. When he's talking to his daughter in her bed when he first gets her back, and the fucking the the, the possessed version of her is behind him, yep, staring and at they him. They never and they never focus on it. It never comes back again. They're just talking, and then it's gone. Is that what you're talking about? Someone's in the corner, and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, like I missed, if I didn't, I missed that then. Well, but, but like, 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 it's those subtle things I thought really worked for like that creepy factor of the I film. Agree. I agree. But then like they do these weird things that are like bra in your face, sound, you know, sound gets high, you know, imagery, and like, what? Be consistent. Pick one. Yep. It's just like the whole first half of the movie and second half of the movie. Pick one. Yeah. And I think this comes out to be a better experience. <clears throat> well, I think. You're you're right. I don't now. I have a question for you guys. When he's in the, oh, I actually had a made some notes. So when when he's in the studio, he's taking pictures of that family where the, where the, where the little boy can't sit still. Yeah. So I have some questions about that. Job about must this. be awful, by the way. Oh God, I would hate to be a photographer. Uh, but, no, I mean they make they make money though, guys. They I I get it. Sure. Doesn't I mean it. I would like it. I um, make money too. I hate my job sometimes. So mm-hmm. here, so my my question is, why do we see? Why do why does he see when he's going through the pictures or when he's looking through the camera lens? Why does he see for a second the child has like a demonic face and then all it's, it's like it's like a one frame thing and it's gone? Why does he see that? Is it because what happened in Haiti? He's, he's already into this. I didn't see that. I didn't catch it. You know what I'm talking he's about? Right. He's right. Okay, no, yeah. I believe it. I, it I, happened. Yeah. There's like um, a montage of the kid and the parents trying to ring. And then one of the montages, like you see. It's like a, and like you see the face of the kid. It's happening at the same time that the girls are doing the seance is when we see that part of the scene. Oh, okay. So the girls. I never are, considered that. The girls are doing. I figured the, that was way too late for the seance. No, it's all happening at the same time. So, and they talked about how he says it himself. Me and my daughter are connected. So I believe if you want okay. to explain it with movie logic, that what's happening is the fact that they are that connected to where. To where it's actually allowing for things to happen around him as well that are kind of like his lights flickered. It affected his as psyche. Well. Yep. Yeah, like his his lights flickered as well. So like that connection's so strong that it's gonna affect everything that's tightly wound at the same time. Other than that, it's just to show us ooh, spooky stuff happening at the same time. You no, know that, what I mean? That's actually a good explanation that probably checks out because you think about towards the end where the uh, lady's in the hospital, lady mm-hmm. gets stabbed in the eyes, her lights are flickering. True. Because yeah, doing, she's doing, connected yeah. to that too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So okay. That makes sense. okay. No, that, that's good. Yeah. yeah no, I, I'm sorry. I missed the thing with the little kid. I can catch it. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. It, it, that, that's my only explanation. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> and it could make sense, or it might just be you know spooky things, cause spooky stuff. You Scary. know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, they also did really good. So did you guys expect in the beginning? I mean, ever since the dogs, which makes sense. That's how the first one opened. The 1973 version opened as well. Is fighting dogs. Um, well, he, was look, he was looking. He too. was looking at. <laughs> Wait, what? That's how the Pope's exorcist oh, opens. I yeah, you, I, thought you, I thought you said something about Texas. I was like, I thought you said something about Vic. About what? Nothing. No. Oh, okay. Um, and he's in Iraq in the '73 version, looking, and he's looking. He's in Haiti. Look, they're both. Like, there's similarities there about how they, what they see through. There's certain lens that they're looking through, mm-hmm. and 
I, I did appreciate that. And one thing I want to ask you guys is the um, did did any of like the first like thirty minutes? It's like full of that stuff where you just you're waiting for something to happen. There's the there's the dog, the earthquake, of course. It's the there's a kid on the bike you expect to get hit, and he, mm-hmm. he doesn't. There's the, the horn honking. It comes it's out a big that. fake out. Yeah. There's a big scare in the woods. The you know then the the, the drillers. A lot of those are because the the seventy three version did that also. Like the it cut away to something that's making sound really quick, and you just weren't you weren't your brain didn't keep up with your eyes. Mm. Was that effective to you guys again? Or no, it, eh. but it, it, it's so it's something I I don't know like. For some reason, some some of these movies get so stuck on like like sound based jump scares. You know what I mean? It's it's why the dog is effective at the beginning of this film. It makes a jump. You know what I mean? You know the first it's thing loud and immediate. Yeah, the first thing that happens is it's quiet, and then the first thing this movie opens up with is like an image of a barking aggressive dog. It's gonna make you jump a little. You know what I mean? So it's like I'll put you on edge. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't know. I, I I think moviegoers nowadays are just not are just sick of jump scares in that way when a movie hasn't earned them. Oh, yeah, no. That, I, that man definitely... Oh, yeah, no, and I, and I get it is what I'm saying. Like, we've seen few movies in the last couple of years where we've said, like, that movie earned it, like, earned the jump scares. So the, or those, those were good jump Effective, scares. Yeah. yeah, like, where, like, I just think that these horror films, like, they lean on that so hard, and they it's almost like they feel like they belong. Well, the they other, don't. The other part of that too is there was not a whole lot of that in this movie. At least I well, didn't get that. Wasn't well, so like there wasn't a lot of it. There was a lot of like sound, like just sound blasting at sure. certain points, and it's like I think that goes along with it. And I don't think you need that, or you know, it's it, there's ways to do that and earn it. Like I said, the the, the creepiest parts of this movie was the imagery they used when it was like subtle. It sure. was so good, and like that's the stuff where it's like, you know. All right, yeah, no, like keep do like keep like keep creeping me out this way. Don't I don't need to be jump out of my movie seat scared because you don't get that anymore. No, you know you it's hard to do that to an audience. I just think we're I just think we're past that. I, that's what I'm saying. So I, like I, it's hard the, to do that to an the audience. Comedy evolves, so does horror. Horror has to evolve in a certain way. And yeah. I just kept like in in for instance in that scene where he's where he's editing the he's editing his stuff on his on his uh, computer. Like the his frame is set up so like. There's so much behind him that's not being used, but like you're searching for something happening. Looking, yep. you're looking for something, and the so, first something, something did happen there though. You have the, the lights the, flicker. The lights flicker, and something and something moves across his his door frame. <laughs> See, I thought that was it. Yeah. But then I didn't. I wasn't yeah. quite sure. Again, they did because they, nothing came. They of it. did such little subtle stuff that I was really like I I was applauding in my head while I'm watching this. But then they kind of lose that because then they throw in the things that aren't like that. It happens multiple times where there's something off screen, unfocused, moving around. You could say it's even like a fucking sound boom or something, you know, that they're messed up on. <laughs> Either way, it works. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they might be accidentally striking gold in some scenes. But like, th- that happened in multiple scenes in this film. And it's like, and that's the stuff that's impressive because it's not the ordinary that we see. That's like the stuff that we're not used to that really piques interest and attention because we're ready for that really quiet point and we know something's going to come out of the water. We're that really quiet point. We know something like, boom, oh, she's not healed. We know that. What's going to happen? We know that the priest next is going to spin around. Like, we're ready for these things. It's the subtle stuff that we're not and that stuff really pays off when it's done well. And that's what I'd like to see more it's in these It's so guys. rarely done well at all. It's so, it's so rarely done at all in films where like they don't even... You see something and like you don't that doesn't come back to it at all. It's I, just I think it's, it's like we watch a lot of bad movies. Unfortunately, 
the horror genre is the one that has the most of the bad movies, but I think it goes back to another discussion of like... Oh, there's a lot of bad comedy out there. No, no, no. I don't even consider comedies decent film, it's filmmaking anymore because <laughs> I, can't, I can't find a good one. But like, it, it's... It you ever com- watched old school? <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Road, road trip. From, from 30 years ago yeah. at this point, you know what I mean? But like, so like, I, 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 the final point that I'm making on this is that like, I just wish that we could get into a, a, a different trend outside of like the whole you know, jump scare horror genre in that style because it's played out and I don't understand why we keep on doing it. And it goes back to the conversation that me and you have sometimes about like like the rules of filmmaking. I think horror is the genre that suffers the most by following the rules of horror. Because rules, in quotations, what you're doing with your fingers right now, means tropes. Yeah. And exactly. tropes are bad. Well, tro- I mean, but at this point, it's literally written into like the, like the how to make a horror film like handbook. And like I think that it's you don't have to follow follow the rules for all this kind of stuff because the rules are what's hurting it right now. Well, stuff that becomes legendary in horror changes the rules or breaks the rules. You know, and they do it so either they do it to perfection or they do it so crazily that it becomes its own thing. Yeah, but then everyone chases that instead of well. Instead of I doing mean, their, look, they're, they're if, you're, if you're the one that sets the tone mm-hmm. and people copy that. You know that's, that's flattery at the highest form. Well, no, right? I get that, but at the same time, sometimes someone catches fire and, you, and, and it will catches lightning, and you don't and you don't get to catch that lightning. No, I get that, but the the problem with this movie in particularly is the fact that it plays off what could be good, what could be a good story, and every opportunity to finalize it and make it a complete story, they miss every yeah, time. Every time. Yeah. It's, it's not like they miss like three out of four, two out of four, one out of four. They miss all four. They miss every major plot point that it just doesn't work. And the real thing, and let me ask you guys a funny question for a second. Yeah. Right? So when you decided that you're going to perform an exorcist of two young ladies in your dining room? Yeah. Of course. Right? And you, you take the time to screw down the chairs and everything. Like you, you really handyman this shit, right? Why would you ever fucking untie them? You wouldn't. That's Why? You, you, yeah. you wouldn't. Why would you do that? You yeah. wouldn't. Dude, when he unbuckles her, I was like, bro, what are you doing? Parents get emotional, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, yeah. they just can't hang. What happens when parents get emotional? They give. They, uh, well, I did find... The, the, one of the things I did find in the end was the choice that the had devil to played a like, trick on you. It's like, well, one of the one of them figured out what the devil was doing, and the, the dad obviously didn't. The other dad obviously didn't. He was, you know, he, he made <clears> the wrong. Uh, I actually have a counterpoint. I don't think that that's correct. I don't think that he knew they were playing a trick on him. I think he just wasn't going to commit to answering the question. Well, he knew it was a trick from the beginning. I don't know if he knew it was a trick. Well, I just, it, I just think if I was put in that scenario personally. I wouldn't claim my kid over somebody else's. Well, no, in that no, scenario. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the choice he made in the beginning is he chose one, and the other, and the, and the other happened. Yeah, I don't even know if it. I mean, that's I, 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 I get the point yeah. that that's there, but I, you know, I didn't. I don't look at it that way. I just look because the mom made the same call as he did. You know, to not make a choice because if you don't make a choice, there is no winner, there is no loser. That's how I looked at that. Well, sure. Well, I... but I mean. That not making a choice then precludes that. Well, you're gonna have to do something. Making the choice represents the abandonment of faith. Well, no, no, but I understand that. But like, nothing's gonna unless someone says something, nothing's gonna happen. So, 
Well, so well, the, the movie is we keep going with the exorcism. The movie is titled Exorcism: The Exorcist Belie- Believer. Believer, well, yeah. And the whole choice is it like the, that signifies abandoning your belief that 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 this can be that you can that that this exorcism can be completed. You You're, can win. Yeah, well, because you're abandoning your faith and your and then you're trusting the demon mm-hmm. is what you're doing, right? The the devil, whatever you want to call it. Like that's that like so the choice like that's what it signifies. Did we get a name for this faith. demon? I don't think we did, did no, we? No, no, we didn't. Okay, but well, there was a devil in the original, so I mean, there's devil in this one too. It could be, I imagine. Yeah, it's all. This, I didn't get the idea. It was the same the demon, right? I think it's the pendant. It's supposed to be the same one, I think, because because of Reagan's okay. connection. You know what I mean? Okay. However, however, if you want to really dive into that, it doesn't have to be the same because because like demons within they have like a community, demons and devils nice. within within their circle. They like 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 they know of each other and yeah. things like that too. So like like you could really dig into that. They have like a group text, <laughs> kind of. It's more like a group wall. Yeah, I want to haunt these people. You haunt these people over here. <laughs> bro, these are mine. I Stop it. Those people. Yeah. Bro, damn on, it. Bro. <laughs> yeah, but. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna, gonna tap on the whole like the whole idea of like like what what because I liked the choice, I liked that 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 situation that we're put in about you know you know you have to choose like all of a sudden being told hey you have to do this this is now the rules like like it almost makes it to like like, like they forget where like you know the 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 possessed like the possessing demon doesn't make the rules that's nope. the whole point of the exorcism but like having having that moment of weakness in the father. You know, hearing his daughter, like you know, like like begging Help for me. her life, that's hard. You know yes, what I mean? You, you know, and like like at that point, you know, <clears throat> you make the choice and you abandon your faith because you're so desperate for you know for to, to save to save your kid. You know, that's a heavy moment that I think you know like could have been played out a little bit better even by the by the film if they would have leaned into the exorcism side of this movie a little bit more instead of trying to combine the two movies again. So it all comes back to the whole, you know, they needed to pick an identity. I think the, I, I was really upset when the father walked into the house while the door was open. And I was like, oh, see this? Yep. If the daughter just comes back, like nothing happened. Like this is going to be interesting now. Because then and like they didn't like that's an obvious choice that they somehow missed in the script. I don't know how you choose to do what. Did you also think it was going to be the daughter and hoped it was going to be the daughter? I didn't really think that far out of it. Really? Like mm-hmm. When he got back and he was the, his friend in the bathroom and the, the witch doctor doing witch voodoo thingies. No, like it didn't. I didn't look at it like that. Well, I thought I thought the more interesting story was both families got their daughters back and both daughters were like, "What are you talking? I wasn't gone. What are you, what are you talking about?" So like, well, that's kind of an interesting story. The more interesting story, I think, to go with the possession, because then it was like the devil would confuse them and put them back as if they thought they were fine and. I really hated where the movie took off after that. After the girls came back with the whole like pounding on the glass in the hole, it just doesn't. That doesn't connect with like demons, to me. Does it? Is that weird to say? I I, I just don't. I don't. I don't think there's any problem with that choice because again, you don't act like yourself when yeah, you know, it's just more than yourself inside of you. Strange behavior. Yeah, it goes along with it. Right, but with the whole like lights flickering in the bathroom, he's brushing his teeth, dude. That's when I leaned over and told told my wife, Roger does not like this movie anymore. Dude, because, when she popped up, <laughs> she's there again. Like, and she and she said, she said, "What did you say?" I went, Mm-mm, "Roger didn't like that." Dude, when he looks at her and goes, uh, "I didn't say nothing." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you did." <laughs> yeah. Also, can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Why is Leslie Odom Jr. in this movie? 
He's better than this. He's so much better than this. The lead? Yeah. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was He's fine. better than this movie, though. Oh. They don't deserve him. No, Maybe he really wanted to do a movie like this, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah. So, I, so I don't know anything about what's coming in the Deceiver movie. You think it's the same people or a whole new set of folks? No, why would you not? Given Halloween, I'm sure it's the same people. Hmm. He didn't know. change it up in Halloween. I mean, he changed the story in Halloween. He didn't change the characters. I don't know. It, it depends on, on on what direction they want to go. So, like, Deceiver could imply that he think that like they think that she's fine, but she really that's, isn't. That's, what, that's you why know, I thought that. You yeah. can lean heavily that way, but or uh, but what's uh, the point of that? What's the point of what? Deception, brother. No, I understand the deception, <laughs> but like they're just gonna fight the demon and beat him again. Hell yeah! They didn't beat it. He left. Did he leave in this one, or did he? No, he he killed the. No, he got what he wanted. He Sorry, got, spoiler. He killed somebody he and got, left. He got, he, well, no, he, I, he, I, he got I a purely that. innocent soul. He wins. But he's not gonna do the same. He's not gonna do the same girl again. Why not? Hey, what if she has a kid? I feel like it's gonna pick up like ten hours after this. It movie won't. It will be I mean, 10 here's hours. the thing. That's what I thought. What if it's like a year later? Yeah. Two years later. Well, she still doesn't have a kid. Doesn't have to have a kid to be her again. My point is, we're not going to have we're going to have the same people. But why would you? Maybe it's him. True. That's possible. That That is true. Got everybody else. Yeah. That is true. I guess is it's a family trifecta. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean that that the first one ends with Father Care is sucking the telling the devil to take him out, and then he leaps out the window and kills himself. Yeah. And like, but you never know. Is like Blair is she. What's her name? Reagan is Reagan like not haunted anymore? Like that we don't know. We all we all we did was saw Reagan reunite with her she's mother. She's fine. At the end. If she has not had an episode all this time, and she comes back. To her you don't mother, know if she hasn't had an episode. I don't. Nobody knows. You're making assumptions with, 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 with a literal like, seven fine. second scene. <laughs> fine, but okay, cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Movie pitch. I don't think so. Movie pitch. Reagan's not fine, and Reagan's been searching for her. For uh, has been trying to avoid her mother for all these years because because she's not fine, and the demon wants her mother instead, and not just her because of how connected she is to the demon at this point. But the opening of the connection between all these things has led that the the demon and Reagan back to her mother and given her that connection that she needs to find. Well, that means, and now guess, all these people are connected. To exactly. That. I guess that would make sense because I mean, if you're using the Deception. same people. She's the original mother, so like, so is Jamie Lee Curtis, and end up with Jamie Lee Curtis, and how? So I'm like, you know, I can. And corruption see that. of the mother is the, is the most is the most well, powerful now. corruption. The woman's blind; got her eyes stabbed out. Yeah, she did in a really shitty scene. Although you missed saw when you saw eyes just sucked out of the head. Spoilers, dog. I'm gonna watch it still. That's For the saw? first kill. That's the first kill. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sound like the wet and like a... that was. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it was a little bit more like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know. So I mean, I don't really have much else to say about this film. Uh, I, I I do I do want to re-highlight that. Like I felt really I felt more positive about this movie when I walked out of it until then I started thinking, thinking about, about it. it. Yep, and then it's like I really did feel a lot of like the little misgivings kind of creeping on me. So well, see, I, I feel like a lot of it is with with the non. One of the things I hate the most is when you don't explain stuff in a movie and you just kind of let it ride, thinking that like no one's going to ask. But like you got to explain stuff. That's my one of my biggest gripes. This yeah, movie. but then at the, at the same time, you have you have the whole like, adage "show don't tell." So like maybe they did show you things and you just don't get it. You know what I mean? Like that happens a lot. I think. Yeah, where, but do you feel like that actually happened in this movie? Prob- most likely not. But I, I just I think that at the same time is like you know where some people might feel like they need to like know why you know why and what and where. Sometimes you know 
the most important thing is what you're being shown, and that and that's that's all they want to show you. You know what I mean? Where I, I can see where you know more information will give you more insight, more understanding, and things like that. But I, I don't think it's necessary in movies like this because a lot of the stuff is just is just bound within like religion and like people's thoughts about it and like the the flip no, side. No, I of understand coin. that, but like my thing is like the girls. Where did they go for three days? They obviously did not go to hell. Why? They were stuck in that bunker place. No, I mean, no, it, hold on. Was it so unbelievable that they didn't go to hell? Why, well, no. Why but, do you believe? Well, they no, didn't I'm go the to one hell. that believes because the movie tells you that's where they went. No, no, hold on. No, you don't. But you don't believe. Them. Why do you not believe they could have went to hell? I mean, they come back possessed, so something no, no, clearly fucked up. I think they could have gone, but like we don't have any way of outside of what the one line dialogue that guy, the woman says. But you just said. But like, we never get any kind of confirmation on that why do you need confirmation besides the fact that their feet are burnt i mean i guess i don't given the whole thing with the movie is like you have to believe something to believe it yeah but i i, I don't know i just there's a lot of the stuff that's i think unexplained i don't too. believe they went to actual hell i believe they went to a version well, of their of hell of course that's, that I, don't, I don't think they like went to the ground okay, and yeah. went to hell I that's think enough when doesn't matter whatever was in that bunker messed yeah. with them for three days sure yeah. it wasn't burns it was acid then they're burned see mm. science High alkaline water. <laughs> I, I think this movie could have been a lot better with, with just a little bit of, with a few tweaks. Yeah, probably. Consolidate two stories into one. Eliminate one story. Did you also expect, and I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy here, but photography never came back into it. And that's uh, like literally how we're introduced to the guys doing yeah. photography. Yeah, the, 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 again, but the movie has two different personalities. And once it shifts into the whole exorcism thing, everything else goes out the window. That's what I mean. Like, like you have all this build up in one like half of this film that doesn't have any payoff, and I think that's why it feels unfulfilling. Because you're right, because photography leaves, but like it's there a few times in very like in very like, big ways, you know, for like you know a couple parts in the first half of this film, and then it's just gone. It's. I thought for sure he was going to use that while they were exercising, doing the exorcism, and like seeing things that they didn't we wouldn't have otherwise seen, Maybe. and then showing him stuff. I, I don't know. I just was. Kind of my, I thought the movie to me in my mind was more interesting than the movie we got. Like my my mind was making it more interesting as we were going through the plot points. Ooh. Another positive I want to highlight is the um the girls looked very good and like in all their in, in, sure. in all their prosthetic and the girls do a good job in this film because you know with what they're given they do good. I think that the one misgiving I have is where like the dub doesn't line up like the demon's voice with like with 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 the with the other girl like once or twice, but like. I think they act. It's it's probably hard to act to do that kind of acting as a kid. You know what I mean? And, and have it be taken seriously. So yeah, I think it's got to be tough. I think they did a good job in this film at, at all points because you got to be creepy. You know what I mean? You have to look. You, you have to do good with the prosthetics and like and like the whole movement and stuff. So I think all that did really well. I think it's worth highlighting. I did like things like when when they said. Oh, does the power of Christ compel me? Like mm-hmm. they're making fun of me because in the first one, it's they say it like nineteen times. Yeah. They're throwing holy water on at the end of that film. Yeah, I, I I do like little things that David Gordon Green got right, although they don't matter if if you ultimately don't nail the story. Then does everything else really matter? I do want to say, just I want to point out a very just on the nose badass line that in the movie scraped out from the inside like a rotting pumpkin is a fucking <laughs> balling ass thing to say. Fucking kudos! <laughs> that when was a cool ass line. He says that to the nurse lady. She, uh, the daughter's in the bed, strapped in, and then the nurse well, lady she tells her about ta- the abortion. Ta- uh, oh, she's right. taking care of her, and she starts bleeding from you know from oh, her waist. Right. And she's taught, and she's talking about when she was younger and had the abortion. But like that's that's a fucked line to put in a movie. That was that was good. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, it gets the point across. Well, it, it's dialogue like that that makes like a movie like this, like like the possession side of it, like even more believable. I feel because like that's like you know some heinous shit to say to anybody in any circumstance. Yes. So to to cross that line is exactly like what's like what's like the, that tone you want. So where do you like think that. we go then in the story? Then where? Do, I mean, we've already discussed to a little what, bit. To like, whatever Deceiver takes us, I think. Like where? Do, I think it'll be new people. I don't think it'll be the same people. Really? I wouldn't think? be surprised either way, honestly. I, I think there'll be connections to these people, but it won't be focused on them this time. I think it'll be like the like the, the last thing. Well the more you said do. about the more I th- now that you said about Reagan and um the mom being back in the picture, like now it makes sense that they would just finish off that story. Maybe. Why why would you go why would you audible in the third of three movies? Why would yep. you I mean if you're gonna did, bring if you're gonna bring them back, you might as well use yeah. them all the way through. Well, the movie didn't make a whole bunch well the mo- okay, well hold on. The movie did good, right? Because it made thirty million dollar it was a thirty million dollar budget or something, and it made like what, eighty million or something so far? It's fine, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that studio considers that a, a win though. It's Blumhouse. They made double what they, what their budget was. That's they all they ever want. Happy Death Day two on a fifteen million dollar budget made like one hundred and fifty. They said hey. it did not a big enough win. Totally different movie though. True, sure, but not budget. In, yeah, yeah. In Didn't they office. pay like three hundred million for the franchise though? Four hundred million. Okay, so British. by that measure, they need more. But they're also making another film, so maybe they're hoping like right. it'll all come together. Yep, it was guaranteed. So here's the thing: the third one's coming. So like, oh, it's, yeah. it's not even in question. Yeah. So. Did they uh, already shoot it? No. No, okay. I'm sure they're getting you're gearing up after the strike is over. Yeah. All right. So it'll be, it'll be at least four years. Got yeah. it. You guys ready to score this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Uh, sure. Why not? I'll go first, if you guys don't mind. So uh, I didn't think this movie was very scary. Uh, there was some stuff I didn't like, obviously. Um, I also didn't think this movie was very good, mostly because between the, the stuff with the filmography, the stuff with the story being soft... And, I mean, look, Exorcist is, like, the classic. Like, it's the biggest thing that there has ever been in horror, right? This movie ain't it, man. Like, it doesn't have any of that jump to it, right? And now, me, you know, the hater of horror movies, pretty much straight through. Like, I've, you know, I try to give good scores based off, you know, movies that... When we inevitably have merch, hater of horror needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah, no, that's fine. But... Like there's there's nothing really redeeming about this movie. Like every every aspect for every good, there's too bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's it's not going to be perfect, and it's not going to be great. I mean, doesn't mean it has to be all bad, right? Like you don't have to make a perfect movie. You just can't always make bad ones. Mm-hmm. In this sort of scenario, this movie is pretty bad for me. Now, look, I gave a zero very recently. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that again here. But like this movie's like a three, maybe a four. Okay. You know, depending on how you view the Exorcist series. Like, if you use the original movie to prop this one up, you're going to give it a four. If they have to stand on their own two feet, this movie's a three for me. Like, it's it just doesn't do it. Mm, gotcha. Okay. I'll go next. Um, uh, this movie has a, lot of, has a lot of positives for me. Unfortunately, like, my point I made already is that it's in, like, two different parts of the film. Two film, like, identities. And that's where the, a lot of the issue lies. Uh, not be able to commit to one of like to one effect to, to another, you know, just one tone to another, all that kind of like it, it just it does take away from the film. We really think about it. I think there's good stuff in this film though. I love the creepy factor when they do the very subtle horror in this movie. I think that's I think that's a phenomenally done. I think if they do anything in the next film, is to lean more heavily on that and kind of be more subtle with the way they're doing things and really really just stick to it to whatever story theme that they're going to run with. Uh, this. This movie's a four for me. Um, I said earlier that the, the 38 Metacritic score feels like what it what it deserves, and I think that four is right where it lands. 
I agree. Four for me is where it sits. Uh, there's a lot of things I think he got right. Uh, a lot of things I think he got wrong. He he did his homework when it comes to um, putting in some stuff that connects to the original film. But when it comes to doing the homework, he also I feel like he didn't he didn't nail what the original one nailed was like tone and atmosphere and everything. And I think he kind of failed. I think this one I think a problem with this movie is it it tries too hard to be like a modern. Like they tried to modernize The Exorcist when it didn't have to do that. You just kind of had to expand on the original. Um, in many ways, I think you know it, it. I think the choice thing came from Signs. I I think you know a lot of a lot of that stuff was stolen from other movies, which I I don't you know won't, I mean I don't not a huge fan of Debbie Gordon Green, so I'm going to assume he did. But I can see where he would have gotten it had he done that. Um, but I, I mean this is. The biggest crime here is it's just mediocre. It's just a mediocre exorcist film when the original is legendary, and that's that's a problem. You have to be like, if there's just Halloween from the original Halloween and then the 2018 version, those are two damn good movies. But the next two movies really suck, so it really pulls that franchise down. And I feel like that's a problem, and I feel like here it's also an issue because the original Exorcist is so good and it's so well written and it uses uses assets like Max von Sydow and the other priests so well that this one just doesn't do that. And a lot of the dialogue doesn't feel real to me. It doesn't feel like it would have happened. Um, stuff like that. But I, th- I think a four is where it says it's not even a five, which is a problem for me if it's not even a five. Any last comments before we move out of here? Guys? No, I mean, that, that pretty much wraps it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the best, not the worst, but not great. <laughs> All right. This has been episode 352A of Ford Love Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe, every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. No, I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Dumb Money and The Burial on Amazon. Two Amazon movies in a, in a, in a row. Wow. Take that, Netflix. Take wow. that. Wow. 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 Wow.